Imagine you can spend an entire week digging in the ground, scanning for ruins, and taking photographs of the world's most surreal archaeological sites. Would you be up for it? Grab your magnifying glasses, and let's do some digging. When in Rome, do as the Romans do. Walk around the city stumbling upon ancient history, I mean. So, you're strolling around Esquiline Hill on a sunny afternoon. You have just finished your third gelato when you suddenly see it. The magnificent Dalmus Aurea, or Golden House, for the non-Latin speakers. The Roman Emperor Nero ordered to build this huge palace back in 64 BCE. The construction finished in 68 BCE. In its glory days, it occupied an area three times the size of the Vatican City. The building had gold leaf decor, semi-precious stones, and tons, tons of frescoes. There were over 300 rooms in the palace, some of them overlooking the beautiful vineyard and animal-filled woods nearby. It held an enormous 100-foot statue of Nero himself. The octagonal wall was the grandest construction in the complex. Originally, it was a banquet hall with waterfalls cascading down the back walls. The hall rotated around its axis day and night as petals fell from above. Nero's successors stripped the whole palace of its materials. Today, tourists can visit the main structure and, of course, the octagonal hall. They excavated it, and you'll easily recognize it even with its bare walls. After flying halfway across the world, we're deep in the Cambodian jungle. Good thing you brought bug spray with you. Mosquitoes can get crazy in this tropical climate. Hidden among the forest is the city of Angkor. It was the capital of the Khmer Empire from the 9th to 15th century. FYI, the word Angkor means capital city in the Khmer language. The city became one of the largest in the pre-industrial world. Researchers say nearly 1 million people used to live there. Today, Angkor attracts visitors from around the world because of its stunning architecture. You can recognize the Khmer style in the use of huge blocks of sandstone. At the center of the complex lies Bayon Temple. It's decorated with 216 smiling faces, which scientists say are meant to resemble the founder of the Angkor Empire. They believe the towers used to be decorated with gold, but today the site is a maze of vine-covered temples. The city was abandoned in 1431 and wasn't rediscovered until the 1840s. In 1992, they named it a UNESCO World Heritage Site. The United States is not usually synonymous with ruins, but here's one. In the mountainous state of Colorado lies the ancient home place of ancestral Pueblons. Throughout the Mesa Verde National Park, there are over 600 cliff dwellings built by the Pueblons around the 1190s. The Cliff Palace alone had over 150 rooms. It was a multi-story building of sandstone and mud mortar. To arrive at the Balcony House, visitors had to climb a 32-foot ladder. There, you can see a mid-sized village of 38 rooms and two kivas. Kivas are traditional chambers built by Pueblons for ceremonial purposes. By 1300, the Pueblon occupation of the Mesa Verde ended. Thankfully, the site is open for visits now. If you like terracotta landscapes, you came to the right place. The city of Petra is a marvel of the ancient world. Located in Jordan's desert, the city was a commercial hub back in the 4th century BCE. 
The Nabataeans, an Arab Bedouin tribe, lived in the so-called Rose City and thrived for many years, accumulating a significant amount of wealth. They invented an innovative water management system that made the region habitable. The rock-carved gate-light structure Petra is famous for is what is called the Pharaoh's Treasury. It stands at the main entrance to the site and is said to have a hidden treasure beneath it. In the early 2000s, the site was named one of the seven new wonders of the world. All the way in South America, in the country of Guatemala, lie ancient Mayan ruins. The lost city of Tikal is a site made of 12,000 buildings, the remains of the capital of the ancient Mayan Empire. It is comparable in importance to London or New York. The North Acropolis is Tikal's most ancient complex of monuments. Built solely by human hands in 750 BCE, it served as the resting place of kings and chiefs. Back in the day, the Steppe Pyramid temples were painted a beautiful red. Mayans loved that color. Today, of course, you'll only see the limestone. Archaeologists have no clue as to the cause of Tikal's decline. Was it drought, disease, or something else altogether? Located on the left bank of the River Tigris is a strange old ruin, a battered archway. It belonged to a city named Tesiphon, the jewel of the Persian Empire for over 800 years. The city hosted an extravagant palace, decorated with a glass mosaic, jewel-adorned carpets, and a lot of marble. What is it with royalty and marble anyway? The arch was part of an imperial palace complex. Until modern times, it was the largest man-made freestanding vault. Notice how there are no pillars sustaining it. The enormous wealth of the city made it a constant target for other empires, until it eventually fell. In the mood for some more Mayan ruins? Chichen Itza is an archaeological site with the best preserved pyramids on Earth. Located in Mexico's Yucatan state, this Mayan city is well over 1,500 years old. At its peak, it was home to 35,000 people. The site has a total of 26 ruins to be uncovered. The highlight here is El Castillo, a tremendous step-like temple standing 80 feet above the ground. Its most peculiar feature is that it has 91 steps up each of its four sides, including the upper platform. It makes for 365 steps, the number of days in the solar year. The oldest lost city in this list dates back to the Neolithic period. It was when us, human beings, started farming for the first time, instead of living a fully nomadic lifestyle based on hunting and gathering. Located on Orkney Island, off the coast of Scotland, is a prehistoric site known as Scara Bray. Thanks to good restoration, the site is very well preserved. You can see prehistoric dwellings with hearths, stone-built furniture, and even primitive toilets. Researchers found runic symbols on the site, which means they could have attempted some form of writing. Ah, Greece. Fancy some feta cheese, anyone? We've arrived at the focal point of archaeological sites, but today we're exploring one in particular, the Colossus of Rhodes, also known as the Bronze Giant. It used to be one of the seven wonders of the ancient world, standing in the harbor of the Greek city of Rhodes back in the 3rd century BCE. The Colossus was said to be 105 feet tall. It's believed that the statue was built with the help of 900 camels. Sadly, it only stood for 54 years. 
A ravaging earthquake tore it to pieces, so visitors would come and see only a giant foot. Now, there is a whole load of nothing where the statue once stood. I think it's safe to say there are a lot of random ruins on walls spread across the globe. And our final visit for the day consists of exactly those. All the way in northern England lies the ruin of Hadrian's Wall. The Roman emperor commissioned the wall in order to separate his empire from Britain's. The original wall was a lot grander than what is left of it today. But still, the ruins are pretty impressive. They consist of a 73-mile structure stretching from one coast to the other. Back in the day, Hadrian's Wall hosted 17 large forts and numerous observation towers to ensure the maximum safety of his empire. The wall fell into oblivion when the Romans left Britain at the start of the 5th century. People began looting it to build churches, farms, and even houses. Today, if you decide to visit the ruins, you'll only see waist-high fragments of stone. But still, pretty neat, huh? That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.